Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Common Sense with Dr. Ben Carson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Common Sense. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Carson, and uh, we have a very special guest with us today. Under his tenure, we saw energy independence, a vibrant economy, which is uh, very relevant to what's going on right now, historic appointments of Supreme Court justices. You probably have figured out who I'm talking about. I don't think today's guest needs much of an introduction. His administration led us to a booming economy, extremely low unemployment, record low unemployment for minorities. And uh, he returned the United States to a platform of respect on the world stage. We We were energy independent. We were a net exporter of energy. Prices were low. People had more dreams. The housing market was starting to boom. So different than what's going on today. And, uh, you know, even though he's no longer the president, and you know by now I'm talking about Donald J. Trump, his legacy will live on for an extraordinarily long time. And I'd like to welcome today the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump. And, you know, when I was traveling around the country, I saw the common folks had a lot of logic and common sense, and they knew what worked. But uh, for you, Mr. President, to jump into the fray when you had everything going for you, you already were as famous as anybody can get. You were a billionaire. You had all kinds of projects going on. And yet you were willing to sacrifice all that to get into the middle of the fray. And I think I know why. Because 30 years ago, I was watching an interview you were doing with Oprah. And she asked you about running for president. And you said you really didn't want to do it. But if you saw the country going off the cliff, you would do it. And it was going off the cliff. And can you imagine what would have happened if you not won? And we'd have three liberal judges 
on the Supreme Court, not to mention the right. other things. So you really did save our country. There's no question about that. Well, I appreciate that. And our country now is in a lot of trouble again because of an election that was a terrible, terrible election. But our country's in a lot of trouble again, Ben, that uh, you look at inflation, you look at that horrible Afghanistan withdrawal, you look at all of the things that are going on with Russia and Ukraine, which would have never happened. All these things would never have happened. And we had gasoline, we were energy independent and even dominant. And now you look at what's happening with our country, and it's so sad to see. What do you, what do you think are the key things that this administration is getting wrong? Well, everything. I, there's not anything that's getting right. We're a laughing stock all over the world, including where he is now at the G7. We're a laughing stock all over the world. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. Uh, inflation was caused initially by uh, fuel, by energy, by uh, oil by gasoline, by all of the energy that has made the country work. And now we're going to green, which is not, it's not green. It just doesn't work. Uh, it's fine to get a little bit of it, but you can't power this nation with windmills. You can't power this nation with the kind of things. If it doesn't have enough power, you'd have to close 90% of your businesses down. The whole thing is absolutely insane what's going on with our country. Our country is doing Badly, and we're a laughing stock all over the world. And you know, it was like that when you came in, and you you yeah. had the sense to reform the tax code and to get rid of so many ridiculous regulations. I know at HUD we got rid of two thousand right. regulations and sub regulations just in the one agency. That's right. And it made it possible to get things done. And, and I think they could really take a lesson from just watching the way that you did that. Well, you did a fantastic job at HUD, I have to say. You got rid of a lot of regulation, but you did a really fantastic job at HUD, and it was a beautiful thing to watch, to be honest with you. So, uh, But we did that on a large scale. We did that on, on a countrywide scale, and we got rid of more regulations than anybody's ever. We got the biggest tax cuts in history. We uh, rebuilt our military. We created uh, Space Force, and not since the Air Force, I guess 78 years ago, has anything like that been done. And so many other things. And now you just watch what's going on with our country to be to be in this position. But allowing, uh, you know, it started more. Look, we we're doing very badly on the border. What today we're doing worse than ever before. There's probably never been a country with a border like ours. Even the third world nation has some stopping ability. But we have millions and millions of people pouring into our country. I mean, just totally unchecked, unvetted. But I think when Afghanistan happened, Ben, I think that was uh, just a disaster, the way that was handled. We would have gotten out, but we were getting out with strength and with dignity. I think that was a disaster for our country. Well, the same people who, who came up with that policy are the same people who are running things now, which is the reason I think we're having such difficulty with almost every policy. They do things that don't make a lot of sense for the people. And yeah. it isn't, yeah. isn't that the difference? Because... You had a chance to really get to know the people, to identify with the people. The people identify with you, and you were interested in the things that, that worked for them. And this administration seems to be more interested in their ideology and in their goals and in fundamentally changing this country into something else. That's a real problem. Mm -hmm. Well, they're changing it. I, I don't know what it is. It can't be politics because when you have – 
high energy costs, high taxes. They're going to give you the biggest tax increase that anyone's ever gotten in the history of our country. I mean, what's good about these things from that standpoint? It's just a terrible, a terrible situation. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. So it's, uh, it's hard to believe it's happening, Ben, but it's happening. And, but it can be changed around and we can make America great again. But right now it's not great. Well, you know, it didn't it didn't take a long time to turn it around when your administration came in and uh, it can be turned back. It can be turned back, but it's too bad. You know, we had the Abraham Accords. They would have been we would have had it. We would have had total peace in the Middle East. They went to the Middle East. Uh, Twenty one years they've been in the Middle East. I had peace in the Middle East. I got hard countries, tough countries, respected countries to sign up. We would have had them all done by now, every one of them. You would have had total peace in the Middle East on top of everything else. Absolutely. Well, also, you got a chance to know Putin. What, what do you think he really wants? Well, I think he wanted, always wanted Ukraine. I knew him very well. I knew him, uh, I know you well, I knew him well. And I can tell you, he wanted Ukraine, but he never would have done it. He never even suggested doing it because he knew that it wouldn't happen with me. And he understood that. And likewise, uh, President Xi of China with Taiwan. It looks like something's going to happen with Taiwan. And it wouldn't have happened with me. Look, all of this is because of an election that took place that's so terrible. It's so terrible to see what's happened to our country and to see what's happened to the world. Look, we're the world leader. The whole world is doing badly now. And you could end up in World War Three because because of what's happening with Ukraine and Russia. You could actually end up Believe it or not, and I've been a great prognosticator. Everyone they have no, a you have. Trump you was have. right about everything. I was right about everything. There's and no uh, you could end up in World War Three over that catastrophe. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back in a minute. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. were you able to figure out who to put on the Supreme Court? Because others have tried to put conservative justice and they turn out not to be conservative. Well, they've been trying on Roe for very many decades, as you know, I guess over 50 years. And Ronald Reagan tried very much and they all tried. They wanted to bring it back to the states, basically. You know, it's bringing it back to the states. And that it's the states will work it out. And that's what they wanted. And that's the way it should have been for a long time. But nobody could get it done. Bush couldn't. And 
Bush Sr. Jr. couldn't get it done. They couldn't get it done. Ronald Reagan couldn't get it done. They all tried very hard, but they couldn't do it. And uh, now we got it done, and we just got another one on religious liberty, and then yes. last week also on uh, the Second Amendment. On the guns. Yeah. Pretty amazing. We got uh, three of them, and we have a couple of more good ones coming. But the one that seems to be the biggie is uh, Abortion. Roe v. Wade. Yeah, that was a, a huge one. You know, interestingly enough, there are 63 million people in the UK, and we've killed 63 million babies with abortion. So basically, we wiped yeah. out a, a whole nation full of people. And interestingly yeah. enough, these people don't seem to, to appreciate life at all. And as they've gotten further away from appreciating life, their interactions with each other have become much more coarse. So we have people who actually hate each other in our country now. We used to be able to talk and have disagreements and still be civil to each other. But yeah. it, it seems as though they want nothing but blood. The way that they've come after you, because you wouldn't get in the swamp with them, because you attack the swamp creatures. And they're really, really mad on both sides of the aisle about it. But the people, I think, understand who you are, and they're with you. But this is, this is going to be a very, very tough uh, road for all of us to get through. And don't you think that that's part of the problem? We People who actually believe things, but they're afraid yeah. to stand up. They're afraid to be counted. They're afraid they're going to get canceled. They're afraid of what's going to happen to their families. What word yeah. would you have for those people? Well, first of all, I have to say we have cowards in our country. We have... We have people that go and do what they want to do because they're petrified of of the radical left. They're afraid of it. Uh, they don't want to fight. And because of that, the radical left takes advantage of it. And I happen to believe that there's more on the right than on the left. And I, you know, we got I got more votes than any sitting president in history. A disgraceful election. It was a disgrace what happened in that election, an absolute disgrace. They use, use COVID in order to cheat. But uh, look, there's a lot of people out there that are angry because they are a lot of tough ones and a lot of very smart ones. And they're angry that a lot of our politicians don't fight the way they should. Now, they don't. And I want to thank you, you know, for, for being willing to fight and for, to put so much on the line when you didn't have to do it. You, you had the ideal life that anybody could possibly have. But one of the things that you did that I appreciate so much is you made it easy for the Hispanic community, the, the black community, many minorities to start coming over uh, to a different party, to start actually looking at what people were doing for them rather than just being used. And some of the things that you did with you know, the First Step uh, program, with uh, HBCUs and making sure that they had uh, funding uh, with the opportunity zones and uh, giving people a chance to move out of dependency into self-sufficiency. You know, those are things that will have an incredibly lasting legacy. Uh, if we can get the right people uh, to continue that legacy, and I, I think we start that in November, uh, but obviously, that's just the beginning. We have a long way to go because the United States of America is the the key to success in the world. And we're too strong to be brought down by Russia, 
or China or Iran or North Korea, but we can be brought down from inside by internal strife. And that's what they're doing. They're using the race issue as one of the wedges to drive people apart, uh, to make us think that to, to say that we're a systemically racist country is ridiculous. And the fact that, that you signed an executive order uh, against critical race theory and that foolishness, uh, I think that encouraged a lot of other people, including those parents in Virginia who were willing finally to come out of the corner and stand up for what they actually believed in once they found out what was going on. And I'm finding that to be the case all over the country. People are waking up in droves. And I think you're going to see that in November. This is going to be a massive uh, change that's going to occur. People will try to spin it in all kinds of different ways. But that's part of the legacy that you left, you know, no matter what happens uh, subsequently. And I think that will probably be the, the impetus and the energy that actually saves us as a nation going forward. So I have to thank you and, and ask you, uh, what would you like your legacy as president to be? Well, there's a, a big section on my legacy having to do with uh, security, having to do with uh, military. You know, we rebuilt the military. I'm so proud of that. That yeah. by itself mm -hmm. would be great. Uh, having to do with uh, health care. Look what we did during the pandemic. I mean, Biden had more people die in his first year with all of the things that we've done than we did. We did a great job in health care, have never been uh really given the credit for the job we did we had a a problem come in from china that nobody had ever heard of or seen before nobody knew what even the word pandemic meant and we did a great job we figured it out we did a great job with therapeutics with everything we say uh, getting the vaccines done in nine months instead of five years or 12 years or said people can say what you want but there are many that say that was a modern day miracle and saved tens of millions of lives we did a great job, Ben, and we did it in so many different ways. But I think we also gave the country spirit. We gave it leadership, and we gave it leadership all over the world. And we let the world take less advantage of us. As an example, we're giving Ukraine $60 billion, and other countries are giving them that are right next door, that are big countries. You look at France, Germany, these other countries, they're giving them a tiny fraction of that. And that's because they're taking advantage of the United States. I mean, and that's been going on for a long time, and I stopped it. And uh, I brought respect and dignity back to our country. China wouldn't have gone into Taiwan. Let's see what happens. Uh, except for the fact that they watch Russia, they would have done it in two minutes after I left, but they would have never done it with me there. And likewise, Russia, they would have never gone into Ukraine. You wouldn't have inflation. You wouldn't have the problems that you have. Would be energy independent right now? Would even be energy dominant? We would have been bigger than Saudi Arabia, Russia combined by a lot. So we had a lot of things. We've done a lot of things, Ben. You provided the example. So, you know, whether you run again or not, you provide the example for whoever comes along for what to do to change things very quickly and to make America of, for, and by the people. And that's going to be an enormous legacy, I think, for you uh, going into the future. And I think it's an inspiration for me and for many, many other Americans. 
And, you know, what they're trying to do to you and, and your reputation just shows you how significant you are. Because in most cases, if a president has left office, you know, they're ready to move on. <laughs> they're not ready to move on. You're still in their head every day. And it's because they are the swamp creatures and uh, you represent everything that they try to control and it's not happening. So I know you've had to take a lot of grief for it and uh, will have to continue. But in history, when people look back on this time period, I think there's going to be a very different story written about what happened uh, during your presidency. Well, including great decisions from the United States Supreme Court, which just happened over the last few days. And those decisions are very important. Everybody tried and nobody was successful and we were successful. And I think uh, in the end, a lot of people are going to remember that. A lot of people have said the most consequential presidency in 100 years because of, of these. But we did a lot of other things also. But Ben, I just want to thank you because you did a fantastic job and you were right by my side all the way. And uh, I'll be with you always. And uh, what they're doing on January 6th, uh, unselect committee, I call it the unselect committee. <laughs> you don't even have, I mean, the Republicans don't even have anybody that can uh, cross-examine the lies that are told. They tell lie after lie after lie. And we have nobody up there to cross-examine, which would have been its the easiest cross-examination I've ever seen. Yeah, it does like this person sense. that got up there today. I mean, it's the easiest cross-examination. But uh, something's with these people. They're, they're sick. They're demented. There's something wrong with them. And, uh, you know, they just continue onward. And we continue onward, Ben. And let's see how we all do. I think we're going to do just fine. Do you have any last words for the American people? Well, just stay strong. This is the lowest point our country's ever been. We have no respect throughout the world. We have tremendous inflation. We have uh, problems that we've never had before. Highest gas prices, energy prices in history by far. I can only say, stay strong. Uh, we will indeed make America great again. It's going to happen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Mr. President. Thank you for taking time out. I know this is a hectic day for you. And you're willing it is. to do this, and we really appreciate you, and we'll be praying for you. And through, Thank you, through what you've done, you know, God is going to save our country, and you're part of it, and I appreciate you very much. Thank you, Ben, very much, and you take care of yourself. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
Okay, and we're back again. Uh, that was uh, fantastic. Have an opportunity to sort of see what's on the mind of uh, President Trump. You know, it's so interesting that when it, when it comes to the economy, we have so many economists who say it's a cycle. The economy gets better, the economy gets worse, and it really doesn't have a lot to do with who the people are that are in charge. And we can see just from listening to what President Trump had to say and looking at what's going on today, that it's not a natural phenomenon. What happens is we have people in office who understand the economy and how to work with it, how to use our tax code, how to use regulatory reform in an appropriate way, how to create programs like uh, Opportunity Zones uh, that actually lift people out of poverty. And then we have people who come in who have no idea whatsoever uh, what they're doing, and the economy crashes pretty quickly under those circumstances, sort of like taking someone into the operating room and giving them the scalpel and saying, do this operation, and they don't know anatomy. And, uh, you know, they start cutting the wrong thing and then blaming everybody else. You know, obviously, it's so vitally important that, that we the people understand who the people are that we put in office. And it can't necessarily just be people that we like, people whose personalities that we like. What we need to look at is what are their policies? What is their track record? Are their values consistent with our values? Not do we like them, not do we like their personality. Uh, I would much rather have somebody, quite frankly, uh, whose personality I didn't particularly like, but who was an extremely competent operator. I would much rather have that person in charge than someone who was absolutely charming and always said the right things and was a total disaster at running things. And that's what we need to think about because we have to think about the future generations, our children, our grandchildren, all the people who are coming after us. And as you can see from what's been going on over the last little while, we have an incredible impact on those who come after us. And if we have astronomical uh, debts that we pass on to them, think how that affects their quality of life. If they're paying half of their salary to the government to try to get the debt under control, how are they going to have much in the way of the American dream? And speaking of the American dream, what other country has a dream? Do you know of any other country that has a dream? I don't. Canada thought they had one until recently. But no one else really has a dream like we do in America. The city on the hill, the beacon of liberty for all. And we need to be thinking about that, and we need to be electing the right kinds of people. You know, 
you look at, for instance, what's going on with our southern border. Now, President Trump understood why it was important to close that border. The current administration, not so much. But when you have countries like Iran, who call America the great Satan, who say death to America, and at the same time, you have an open border, why wouldn't they send their operatives through that open border, target our electric grid, and at the proposed time, take out our grid system and just devastate our country? And I'm afraid we don't have the kind of leadership that actually understands that and takes the appropriate measures to make sure that that doesn't happen. Right now, it is the grace of God that is saving us. So the last thing we want to do is get rid of our faith in God and throw him out with the dishwater. And I'm certainly glad that the Supreme Court uh, made a big statement in terms of religious liberty today. That's going to help us quite a bit to stem the tide of throwing God out of our country. Because when you think about it, our initial document, the Declaration of Independence, talks about certain unalienable rights given to us by our Creator, a.k.a. God. Our Pledge of Allegiance says we are one nation under God. Most courtrooms on the wall, it says, in God we trust every coin in our pocket, every bill in our wallet, it says, in God we trust. And yet, as we throw out our godly principles, what's happening to us as a nation? Think about it. Our Judeo-Christian values tell us to love your neighbor, not to hate your neighbor, not to cancel your neighbor if they disagree with you, but to love your neighbor. That's one of the ways that we became a great nation. We had a lot of communities, small communities scattered all over the country, 20 families, 100 families, different skills, different talents, working together in order to increase their strength and to grow and to coalesce and to form a great nation. That's how it happens. And the thing that is most destructive to our nation is the hatred that is advocated by so many on the left for anybody who disagrees with them. And let's tear the system apart if we don't get our way. Let's riot. Let's destroy the women's centers, you know, because we don't like them, because we don't like what the Supreme Court said. And what did the Supreme Court say? It said that major life and death decisions should be in the hands of the people and their representatives not in the hands of unelected justices. What could be more fair than that? So if you've got a good case, make that case to your fellow citizens. Make that case to your representatives. We have a democratic republic. It was designed to work that way. We don't have a monarchy. So, you know, let's stop listening to those people who are encouraging us to just have our way and stomp our feet, my way or the highway, and if you don't do it my way, anarchy is the case. 
that doesn't, that's not America. That's not how we got to be a great people. And let's just think this thing through and recognize that, that hatred and strife is never going to lead us to the right place. Love your neighbor as yourself. As the Bible says, one nation under God, indivisible. With liberty and justice for all, we'll be back with a closing thought. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we just finished a monumental few weeks with some major decisions from the Supreme Court. Decisions supporting life. Decisions supporting religious liberty and freedom. Decisions in the New York Supreme Court upholding the Second Amendment. I have a sense that the tide is turning. You know, there were a lot of people who were saying, we've lost our minds, we've gone crazy. But I think maybe there's a chance that sanity is returning once again. And it's fabulous because as the United States goes, the world goes, we are the leader. It's time for us to start acting like a leader, have the right attitude, make sure we maintain the American dream for all of those who are coming after us. And now let me leave you with your common sense prescription for this week. I want you to think about the future of our nation. I want to thank you for not giving up the fight, but I want you to think of three areas that you think the conservative movement needs to concentrate on in the next few decades. Because we have to start thinking not about the next election, but about the future of our country. And send your suggestions to me, Ben 
at AmericanCornerstone.org. And we will be evaluating those as we decide about future podcasts. We want to thank President Trump for joining us today. Thank you all for listening. And remember the cornerstone principles, faith, liberty, community, and life.